0: This episode of I Ride a Bike is supported in part by Allspeed, the official bike shop of the podcast. With convenient locations in Portland, Bethel, and Carabasset Valley, Maine, Allspeed is the local shop for everything bike. For more information and to check out their latest hot deals, please visit allspeed.com. Like that, but we'll just record until uh we're bored, or you yeah, kick I've got, me out. I've so got,
1: I've got some good stories.
0: All right, cool. And you got your—you have a hard stop at, at like 2:30, something like that. Um, not really. Okay. Yeah. We'll try to keep it close to that anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you can talk me into buying a new bike while while I'm here. It's not a hard sell, unfortunately, for Katie. <laughs> <laughs> the reason we keep separate checking accounts. That
1: one to all the bicycle riders in. In, in, in.
0: Bicycle rider, bicycle rider. Bike bike Hi, I'm Seth Ballier, the host of I ride a bike. For each episode, we'll explore one basic premise: to never grow old, one ride at a time, and the stories that follow. Today I'm sitting here at Allspeed in Portland, Maine with Chris Carlton. Thanks for uh, having me in your shop today. Love to stop in and uh, check out the bikes, but uh, it's nice to actually sit down and have a chat about bikes today. Thanks for having me.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate being able to come on the pod and appreciate you thinking of me and Allspeed. Yeah, Yeah, right on,
0: right on. I mean, Allspeed is uh, synonymous around here for anybody who's been in the Portland area for the past how long has it been? Twenty years it seems like. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, I think
1: uh, Gary started it in nineteen ninety.
0: So. So thirty one yeah. years. That's, yeah. that's, that's wild. Yep, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But synonymous with uh, good quality bikes and uh, ski gear and whatnot. So, and uh, now you have a spot up in Caribasset as well, right?
1: We do. Yeah, we're at the uh, Sugarloaf Outdoor Center, um, Carabasset Valley. Great, great trail system up there. Right, you know, on the. You know, we're right on the trail side, so it works out great. Got a big rental fleet, you know, all kinds of stuff. And, uh, you know, we help folks out, get their bikes going if they break them, and get them back on the trail.
0: Yeah, and in the meantime, if you want to try something out before you uh, drop, drop the dollars on something, it's a great spot to, uh, to, to, to get on a bike and, and take it for a spin on some amazing trails up there in the Carabasset system. Absolutely, yeah, we've been lucky enough to, to spend a little bit of time up there unfortunately not as much this year but uh, over the uh, past couple of years just those trails have just gotten better and better and now with the uh, the Enduro race up there a couple of weeks ago and the, the prominence of the area is definitely getting more well-known. So it's pretty awesome
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like mountain biking is continuing on an upward trajectory up there. So
0: yeah, right So um, anyway, going to start off with the uh, kind of basic question I like to try to ask everybody if I remember is uh, so why do you ride a bike Chris?
1: I ride bikes because they're fun, you know. I I guess like I started riding bikes um, I had a I had a babysitter when I was a kid. This guy took care of my brother and I and he was way into mountain biking and always had magazines, you know, bike magazines and and I'd read them and and uh, just kind of got interested in mountain biking and, you know, got into it and
0: never stopped. Was it mountain biking from the start for you? Then? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. Was that was your first bike that you remember a mountain bike then? I mean the first real one that you rode as a kid? Or that was the or the mountain bike was basically what got you stoked on riding. Yeah, bikes?
1: I mean when I so when I was like my first bike that I can remember, I maybe had one before, was like this kind of blue and white like Columbia and, you know, I just like ripped around the yard on that and and then my first like mountain bike, I remember we went to uh l bean because at the time l bean was you know they actually still are a great bike shop but they were one of the few it was like all speed and l bean sold mountain bikes there weren't a ton of other places that did so we went to l bean i got a cannondale m300 you know totally rigid you know probably seven speeds out back three in the front right you know no no disc brakes nothing bare bones so I, i I thought it was the coolest thing ever. I was going to say, you thought it was the coolest shit <laughs> yeah. ever, right? Oh, I, I, yeah. I, and, you know, got into upgrades and all that. So, yeah. Yeah. How old
0: were you when you got that Cannondale? Nine or ten, maybe? Yeah, right on. Yeah, yeah,
1: 11, nine or ten, some, somewhere around there. Right on. Yeah, the, yeah. Perfect,
0: the perfect age for getting a new bike and just yeah. eat, sleep, drink, everything, bike, yes, right? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Did it take a while to get up to that bike? I mean, were you, like, looking at it in magazines and getting all excited about it over time? Or were you just basically, one day, you were just like, oh, it's my birthday, I get to go buy a bike?
1: You know, um, that, that particular bike, like I didn't, I wasn't really involved in it that much. Like yeah. my, my dad had decided like, Oh, it's time for an upgrade for you. We we ended up getting that bike. So I didn't really know I was getting it. Like, you know, like I didn't, I knew I was going to get a new bike, but I didn't know I was getting that exact bike. Yeah. yeah. You know, honestly, the first bike that I'll say is kind of like my first real mountain bike is the one I got after that. And that's the one I spent, you know, summers mowing every lawn I could, you know, like doing all the work I could do to earn money to put in my, you know, 13 or 14 year old bike fund. And I got, I got this spike. It was called a foes weasel. And (laughs) at the time, it was super cool because it had six inches of travel, oh, and I was Jesus. I was way into downhill. Yeah, yeah. So I went from like this rigid, you know, Cannondale to a six-inch travel primitive downhill bike, and um, yeah, I just remember it took a lot of lawns to <laughs> save up and uh, buy that bike. Did you be um, able
0: to get it before the uh, snow? The snow started flying.
1: Yeah, yeah, I
0: think <laughs> I, I, I I
1: think I actually like mowed the lawns. The summer before and had the money and then bought the bike in the winter and then had it ready for the next summer. <laughs> Makes so, sense. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's really great though. Yeah, yeah. So you grew up in the, in the Port- Portland area then? I
1: didn't. I grew up in like Oxford Hills. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I grew up in Oxford Hills, South Paris area. And, um, you know, the reason why I was so into like downhill back then is Sunday River had a bike park and they were, I think one of the first mountains that actually had a bike park in the Northeast.
0: Yeah, they had lift service years ago, right? And then they, they stopped it after a while, Yeah, if I recall.
1: And they had this, you know, the, the Sunday River Rage, which, you know, for a long time was a really big deal. It was a big race. Um, lots of people went. There'd be a downhill, uh, a dual slalom, and cross-country races. And, uh, you know, there was quite a scene, and it was literally like a half hour from my house. So I would spend a lot of time riding up there, you know, get my parents to like bring me up, drop me off and usually get hurt and call them <laughs> yeah. um, and, you know, and then train for the races and, you know, have fun with that. But yeah, just grew up riding a lot at Sunday River.
0: Yeah. So when you were riding these races or just even when you weren't riding the races just uh, at home in Oxford, um, did you have a crew you rode with, family or friends?
1: Yeah. So, you know, when, when I was super young, I'd ride up there kind of alone a lot. Um, but the the guy that took care of my brother and I, he also worked at Sunday River, and then he had some friends that worked there, so I kind of became friends with his friends and would ride with his friends. He was probably, like, five or six years older than my brother and I, and, um, you know, we would just sort of, like, have this group that we'd ride together once in a while, um, you know, and maybe go to races, and I can't believe my mother would, like, let me, you know, get picked up, like, by some 17 year old kid driving a Chevette, you know, (laughs) that barely runs and then bring me across state lines to bike races, (laughs) but hey. You're uh, here today, so. I'm here, I made it.
0: She must have a good intuition on on him anyway. (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah, Um, but uh, you know, the bigger group that we rode with is like later on in, in, in life, I kinda got more into the racing thing and I was still a junior, like under 18, and eventually got involved in the Evil Bikes and E13 team. So I rode for that team for probably like three or four years. And we traveled like all around the Northeast. Um, and it's actually how I kind of got involved with Allspeed. Even yeah. though I was an Allspeed customer like way back, the son of the previous owner of Allspeed was very involved in downhill racing. And so we would go to like a lot of the same races. Right, same circles. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and we like, and we just became super good friends. And then we ended up like being on the same race team. Right on. Yeah, and then right we'd like traveled the whole country and like all kinds of stuff. So right on. yeah, yeah. We we definitely had some good times and you know, rode like a lot of really cool places and you know, it was kind of neat to get outside of New England and just see different terrain like you just did.
0: Yep. yep. So is there any places that uh, you your favorite places you rode on those some of those trips.
1: I really used to like riding this place called Plattic Hill. It it was just super, super gnarly, like really technical. Um and I I liked that. And I I kind of got good at it and honed my skills on that sort of stuff. Um very high consequences. Yeah. You know, the, also. Oh man, they'd like send you right off like ten foot drops and like, <laughs> you know, like just crazy stuff. And it was kind of like before like all the the big jumps and stuff there's definitely some jumps but it was more like just gnarly steep 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 and big drops and like yeah. you know hairpin corners at the bottom and so i i really enjoyed like going to platyc hill it was you know just far enough away that it felt like foreign it was the adirondacks area, yeah, like that? yeah 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 yeah. it's probably like an hour and a half south of albany oh right on yeah,
0: yeah. that's great there's a uh I just worked on a logo for a, a new trail system up in the Adirondacks, new, uh, new York, in Corroga, New York, called uh, Wheelerville Trails. And they've been, it's a smaller area, but the trails that they've been building, I haven't gone yet, but the trails they've been building are just, they look world class. It's like, I mean, they're so fresh and brand, brand new. So, you know, they they started with empty, you know, woods that had nothing going on and now they are they got to go in there and just create whatever they wanted. It just looks Pretty rad, so it's That's awesome. high on my list of places just to get to for a long weekend. So.
1: Yeah, I, I love riding new fresh trails. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: How did you uh, t- How did you like racing? Obviously, you, you were doing it, so it was a big part of it. But uh, were there any fun, you know, rivalries and things like that, or memorable experiences on races? In
1: terms of like you know experiences, like we definitely we had some fun stuff you know happen at races, like meeting people. And um, one thing that really sticks out to me is we were driving to. Uh, Sandpoint, Idaho. We were going to Schweitzer Mountain, and um, that is a very long trip from Maine. <laughs> um, so, so you drove to all these places. We drove to yeah, all. Yeah, okay, of them. it
0: makes sense. I mean, all this gear, and you know, yeah. you're not a big sponsored budget. So yeah,
1: we were, you know, like amateur race team. <laughs> you know, like so the the team itself, we like the gig was like we would get some of our traveling expenses covered if we would help work the pits and provide support for the brands that we represented. Um, And that's what we did. So we would like trade off like runs for practice and like make sure someone's always staffing the pits and whatnot. And we had this, um, this big, like it's basically like a UPS truck. Um, And they had it all done up with like evil bike stickers and, you know, like flaming skulls and, you know, all kinds of like gnarly stuff. And (laughs) so we're on the way to Schweitzer and, um, it's, I think we're in Wyoming at this point and it, I'm driving and it's like three in the morning and our whole thing was like this vehicle that we had, had beds. So we would just trade off driving and drive. And you're still through. in the
0: under 18 or you no, still? I think
1: I was maybe 20 at that point. Okay. Okay. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. But we had like people who were under 18 with us. Yeah. Um, so I'm driving and you know, it's like late and, you know, I'm sure if you've done big road trips, you just like start like kind of like zoning out. And all of a sudden, like we stop at this gas station and go in. I load up with gas, get like, you know, Red Bull or something like that. To <laughs> try and stay awake. And I see these people like eyeing us up, like kind of just giving us the hairy eyeball. And uh, Never a good feeling. At yeah, and I'm like, huh, what's up with that? And get back on the highway. And then like 20 minutes later this minivan comes up next to us and it was pretty warm out. So I had the windows down and there's this dude leaning out the window with like something like sparking on fire, like a firework or something. And he's trying to throw it in our car. (laughs) Like, like he's literally trying to throw it in the window that was open. So I kind of like swerve out of the way and uh it's
0: like a bad movie yeah and i'm just like oh my
1: god and like at this point like some of the other like my passenger wakes up and he's like what's going on i'm like i don't know man i i don't know what's going on and then um they somehow get behind us again and and you know our windows are rolled up and these folks are like just swerving at us and then one of them like hangs out the window again and we have these big kind of like Mirrors that are on like these hangers, and they try and like lunge out and like get onto our vehicle, and we're going <laughs> like seventy. This Mad Max in the middle of the. And I'm just like, this is insane. <laughs> like, am I like, is am I imagining this right now? <laughs> Too much Red Bull. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so we're cruising along, and uh, and they 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 pin it in front of us, and I'm just like, oh, maybe they're gonna leave us alone now. Like, and they got off the next exit, and. They're like waiting on the overpass, and I'm like, oh no, they're gonna like throw something at me. So I like go under the overpass, like swerving, and they didn't do anything. And half hour goes by, and and I uh, look in my rearview mirror, and I see like a cop getting on the on ramp behind me, and I'm like, oh okay, whatever. And then we get on, we get to another on ramp, and another cop gets behind that cop. We get to another on ramp, and two more get on, and I'm like, what's going on here? And so all of a sudden we have like six or seven cops behind us and the lights go on and they pull us over and like, they come up and they're like, do you know why we pulled you over? And I'm like, I have no idea. And they're like, well, we've, we've gotten some reports that, uh, you know, you, you were trying to run people off the road. And I'm like, ah, I was like, with all due respect officer, I think it's quite the opposite. So I explained the whole story, and they they're like, "Okay, need you get out of the vehicle, like slowly, put your hands on the steering wheel, oh, you know, take the <laughs> keys out, put the keys on the dash, like no sudden." The giant movements. evil stickers
0: and skulls probably yeah. didn't help your case. But... Yeah, yeah, for sure,
1: for sure. And so I like I I get out, and they're like, "Come with us," and I I I go back, and they're like, "Okay, put your hands on the hood," and they start like patting me down, and I look behind me. And they have guns drawn on me. What? And I'm just like, what is going on? Like, this is insane. I'm going to a
0: bike race. (laughs) Yeah.
1: And, and like, they're like, so yeah, we, we got reports that you were aggressively trying to run some people off the road. And, uh, you know, we, we hear your side of the story. Um, but so can you just like rehash, like what happened? So I tell them again and I like look at the vehicle and I kind of like realize where we are, we were out in the middle of nowhere I'm like, man, I, I wonder if these people didn't like the evil stuff, you know, and they were like, you know, like very religious or something. Sure. Yeah. And so I like tell the cops that, but I also don't want to tell it in such a way you that like assault him a yeah, yeah, Yeah. So like I tell them and then the guy looks at me and he's like, oh, you got assaulted by a couple of Bible thumpers and they all start <laughs> laughing. And I'm like, oh my God, what sort of sick joke is this? <laughs> so oh they're like where are you going and i'm like i'm going to idaho for a bike race and they're like "Geez, you're far ways away and i'm like yeah and then he's like can we look at your vehicle and i'm like yeah surely like, we got nothing to hide so we we open up the truck and all of a sudden like these guys are like all into mountain bikes one of them's like super hardcore like rider and was all stoked with our gear and, <laughs> you know it switches all the yeah sudden. and they're like they're, they're like our best friends and they're like all right good luck guys but holy smokes man that was uh that was a wild time. Did you take a
0: whole different highway system back just to get just to avoid that potential uh, I can't run even in? remember what we did. Yeah. I think we
1: did. <laughs> I seriously think we did. Yeah. Yeah. I think we went like the, the southern route. <laughs> I think just... I would
0: have been so anxious on the way back through the few hundred miles around that area that I would have uh yeah. <laughs> preferred not to be there again.
1: Yeah, it was a wild time. I man, no idea
0: who these potential Bible thumpers were or whatever. No no clue. Oh jeez. I've
1: never like I like to this day, so weird, yeah.
0: That's a that's a pretty bizarre story, yeah. Jeez, how did you do in the, that that race that weekend?
1: We had fun, actually. I made it to the finals in the uh, mountain cross. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I got taken out at the very end. Somebody like literally took me out. Um, but yeah.
0: Intentionally took you out, yeah. I don't know if it was intentional. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, Robin's racing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: right. Bicycle rider. Bicycle
0: Rider Radio Shack has the perfect gift for pedal pushers. The famous Archer bicycle radios that let you play Santa for as little as $9.95. Or give the original road patrol radio with built-in horn and reflector. Or really make them happy with this deluxe AM-FM model. All three disconnect quickly for safekeeping or off-bike use. Low-cost Archer bike radios only at radio shack Tandy company finally the days of having dirt back under the tires is upon us well maybe some mud and a few sketchy potholes but it's spring and i for one am stoked and to get you ready for another great season, all you have to do is stop by Allspeed's amazing new flagship store, conveniently located right off the Portland Trail System at 936 Brighton Avenue. In addition to a full range of bikes and accessories for riders of all levels, the super friendly staff at Allspeed is ready to help with everything from your basic spring tune-up to a full custom build. And be sure to keep an eye out for a season of fun events, parties, and shenanigans. With convenient locations in Portland, Carabasset Valley, and Bethel, Maine, All Speed is the local shop for everything bike. For more information and to check out their latest hot deals, please visit Allspeed.com. Allspeed, the official bike shop of the podcast.
1: Bike ride on my bike ride on-
0: So in that time you were uh, riding, you're racing a lot, you're in your early 20s, at what point did you start to decide maybe uh, owning a bike shop was going to be a good idea?
1: Um, That didn't happen for a while. Um, I, I, you know, I kind of, so I was in college through my early 20s before I dropped out. (laughs) I was actually um, promoting concerts at the time. I got way into music and was putting together a lot of shows at different venues you know, across like the Portland area. Um, And I did that like basically for a living for probably like four or five years. Um, And it got like really hard towards the end. There were just less and less venues that would accommodate like all ages stuff. And that was kind of the crowd that I would book, but you had to have like a bar too. So you could get like everyone to make enough money to have it like work out for the venue and for the bands and so on. So I kind of like chilled out with that and went back to school and when I, you know, probably like, I think I went back to school. It took like two or three more years to finish. And I started getting back into bike
0: racing yep. again. You took a t- some time away from bike racing. Yeah, did you take a time away from bike riding? I did, actually,
1: yeah. yeah. I didn't really ride bikes much from probably when I was like 21 or so till I was like 24, 25. Yep. Yeah.
0: it was Just for the reason of just didn't just didn't occur to you or just kind of fell by the wayside. It's yeah. Like it wasn't an, life, it right? wasn't an
1: intentional thing. I just was really into like doing the music thing at the time and didn't really have tons of time to ride. Kind of fell out of like my riding friends groups. And, mm-hmm. and, um, but, uh, you know, and then when I was in school, I was like, you know, the music business is not very good for fitness. <laughs> um, so I, I was like, I got to get back on my bike and like, I got to do something and like, I'm not going to like go out and run. <laughs> Right, You know, like I'm not that type of person. So I, I got, I got a bike again and I started doing, um, group rides with all speed actually. Yep. And then, you know, Gary's son, Avery and I, Gary's the old owner of all speed and Avery's the, the kid I talk about that we went to the same races together. He was still racing. So we started going a bunch of races together. Right you know? on.
0: Still doing downhill stuff. Yeah. Still Island. doing yep. some downhill yep. stuff
1: and, and did the, I, I can't remember then if it was called the Eastern States cup but it was what the Eastern States Cup was before it it is now. So I did that, and I did probably, like, four or five races. Were you amazed
0: Um, at how the uh, technology had changed in just those four or five years? Totally,
1: yeah. I mean, the bikes were so much better. You know, like, I bought, like, a used bike that was, like, definitely needed some love that was so much better than my first downhill bike. You know, um, it was crazy. But, did yeah, we did the the you know, the race series in the Northeast, you know, didn't travel out West this time um, and just had a super good time, did really, really well actually. And then just decided, like, I was like, you know, I'm kind of sick of like spending my paycheck every weekend traveling to bike races. Like, I don't really care about like going that far away. I just want to ride my bike. Right, yeah, yeah. And so I kind of just got back into just doing like the group rides and riding with friends and racing a little bit less. And in that, like the, the previous owner of Allspeed, you know, one group ride, Gary like literally was like, Hey, what are you doing this summer? Do you want a job? And I was like, <laughs> yeah, I
0: do. Were you a mechanic at the time too? I mean, t- yeah, I did yeah. everything. Yeah, okay. yeah.
1: I did everything. I, I, you know, worked on bikes and, you know, helped like out front, you know, like unpack stuff, like just literally whatever was needed and, uh, met Mike Davies, you know, my current business partner yep. in the process. And, and we, uh. We headed off, and and basically, um, this was like rate. Right, I think it was like 2008 or 2009, and the you know economy crashed, and like everything was kind of messed up with that. And I was like finishing school up, and I'm like, what am I gonna do when I'm done with school? You know, like I'm hearing friends that are like. You know, I'm, bu- I'm behind in, in college at this point. I, so I have friends like they're graduating. You were on the slow program. I was. Sense. I was the, on the, the slow
0: and s- intentional, very focused program. For sure. Yeah. I was getting my money's worth. Yes.
1: <laughs> and uh, I was just trying to figure out what to do. And Mike had said he'd heard Gary talking about selling the shop. And, you know, here this is like this shop that both Mike and I like idolized when we were kids. And we're like, Oh man, that'd be so cool to own a, own a bike shop.
0: Yeah. yeah stars in your eyes. Yeah. On that one, yeah. yeah.
1: And um, so we approached Gary one day and we just started kind of talking about it. And um, you know, we eventually made it happen. We came up with the deal that worked for everybody and, and uh, you know, and t- I think fall like October, November of 2009, we, we assumed the ownership of all speed and, moved it up the street and we were there for five years and then we moved to uh 127 marginal way across from trader joe's yeah and here we are here you are yeah Yeah.
0: fighting off all the uh, people trying to steal your parking
1: yes (laughs) yeah sorry sorry to anyone that is listening about that we're working on that i
0: think every i think everybody can agree though that uh parking can be an issue in this town no matter where you are so yeah unfortunately yeah at least trader joe's has good snacks yep so do you see yourself uh you know being with all speed for the foreseeable future i mean is this your career for the as long as you can see ahead
1: yeah i can't really envision doing a whole lot else to be honest with you I, i really enjoy it um i i love the people that we work with you know i love our team that we have and you know it's super super fun and rewarding for me and and i i get a lot out of it so i i can't imagine a whole lot different you know um, you know, I, I do the trail building thing too with main trail builders and I mean that's been kind of fun, but it's sort of in like the same wheelhouse. So Right, sure, know, yeah. Um, you know
0: different facets, same passion. Exactly, yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, I just I don't know, dig dig riding bikes.
0: Yeah, right on. Yeah, that's great. So recently got back into riding more uh, races again, you were you were mentioning, or is it sort of stayed along the whole way and just your style's changed?
1: So my first race since I did like those downhill races like in my early twenties was at Bradbury. I think I was like 28 or 29 maybe, and I did it solo on a hardtail 29er. Thank God I had gears, but I will <laughs> never do that ever again. Yeah. Um, it was a good experience. Brutal. But <laughs> and my, my girlfriend and now wife, um, she like, so I ride like 80 something miles by myself and I'm totally smoked. And she came and like cheered me on a little bit. And then she's like, oh, when are you going to be home? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. So I get home and she's like, I'm at the club. Like, let's go dancing. And I'm like, really? <laughs> so we went out dancing and I like could barely stand up. I was say you were able so to tired. stand up. Oh my miles. God. You say it was
0: 80 something miles. I think it was like 88. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> and then dance at a club after. Yeah.
1: It was pretty gnarly. But yeah, like I got, like I definitely kind of switched like interests a little bit. Like I got more into trail riding. Um, I still love downhill and I still definitely go up to go down. Um, But I've appreciated kind of the more, you know, like, I guess the fitness side of things. Like, you know, I'm a dad now. I've got a three-year-old daughter, you know, and a lot of stuff going on in life and got a little bit behind on fitness. So (laughs) it was cool to kind of start focusing on that again. Yeah. Um, And then, you know, like this year I started doing some more races and it's been super fun. Like, it's just been, you know, a good time. Like the Carabasset race is a good one. Um, I did a race up at Titcom, um, and it like poured rain,
0: mostly cross country stuff. So, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. 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 This is yeah.
1: pretty much all cross country. Yeah. 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 I, w- I would do an enduro, but I, I got to need a little bit bigger of a bike yeah maybe, maybe i'll borrow your bike <laughs> <laughs> sure anytime
0: yeah <laughs> we you going on a blur together yeah exactly we yeah guy?
1: we'll have a bike bike share that's not
0: that's, not, that's actually not, not not a bad idea i don't think <laughs> right <laughs> so your daughter is uh three years old if you've gotten on the uh, strider bikes already and everything yeah, yeah. so she is she ripping it up
1: she is she she didn't take super well to the strider bike um she ended up um kind of doing it and not really getting like the coasting part of it down and then we got her like some weird scooter thing that she started kind of getting the coasting aspect of it and then like she just like every time she would ride and every time she'd see me ride she'd say dad i want a bike with pedals i want a (laughs) pedal so we got her a little bike with pedals and she's like ripping around on it. oh really yeah i mean she's still got the training wheels yeah but i'm pretty sure like those aren't gonna be around much longer right on. so that's... yeah that's been really fun though
0: i don't remember how old i was when i took the training wheels off i mean i th- i'm guessing i was probably about four or something like that yeah just around kindergarten maybe yeah Honestly, i don't remember i mean i barely remember even i think i borrowed somebody's bike that had training wheels maybe but uh yeah we just i just remember crashing a lot and then yeah. eventually not crashing as much yeah so. for
1: sure <laughs> yeah i like when i was a kid i remember specifically the moment like I got my training wheels off because I went, I I don't remember how old I was, but I remember it happening. I had training wheels and you know, I was like, Oh, like I don't like these things, but like, you know, I guess my parents want me to ride my bike like this. And then I went to a friend's house that had a bike without training wheels and I got on it and I just started like ripping around on it. And I was like, freedom, you know, like this is great. (laughs) And I went and I told my dad and he's like, are you sure? Are you sure? Like I don't want you to get hurt, you know, and and I'm like, "No, dad, take him off. Trust me. Like check this out." And he took him off and I just like ripped around the driveway and he was like so stoked for me. Yeah. Sure. Um but yeah, that was a, that was a big moment. Yeah. I have no idea how old I was. I was yeah. probably like somewhere between 4
0: and 6. Yeah. Yeah. Did yeah. you uh, ride bikes with your dad or your family much growing up?
1: A little bit. Um you know, it was honestly kind of more of my own thing, like like my dad wasn't really into mountain biking. And actually I kind of got him into it. So in the early years, as I started getting into more races and doing the downhill stuff, my dad would bring me the races. And then one night he's like hanging out and he's like, why can't I do this? I'm like, you can, he's like, get, get me a bike. You know? So I like go in a magazine and like, (laughs) we like figure out a bike and he like orders a downhill bike and he's doing like the you know, the old man category or whatever. And we started doing it together. So he was racing too. He was racing. Right on, yeah. yeah. He dove right into it. He did. And he was actually like, he's very competitive and, uh, he did really well. And then he like hurt himself. I think it was actually at Sugarloaf, the Widowmaker challenge. He broke his foot in half. Oh Jesus. And, and I, I can't remember if he drove home or what. Cause it was like him and I, but I don't know how we got home, but I remember he was like in an air cast. He was in rough shape. And, uh, I was like, dad, are, are you going to, you're gonna quit? Like, does this mean you're done? And I and I was like asking him because I really enjoyed having him at these races, and I was like more bummed. Like, you know, I was bummed he was hurt, but I was also bummed like this could be the end of like you know, Dad and Chris going to bike races. Right. And he's like, hell no. <laughs> he's like, I'm coming back next year. Yeah. And he came back and he won his whole series. Did he right Yeah, yeah. He was, even he stronger. Was, oh, yeah. he was so stoked. Yeah, he was like on a mission.
0: Yeah, sounds like he was sounds like an inspiration for you as well. Then. Push, oh, I for mean, sure. Him yeah. pushing through something like that, obviously. Yeah. Gave you the wherewithal to, to push through if something like that happened, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, big time. He was always, like, nudging me in the right direction and, and uh, you know, like, not in such a way that, like, would turn me off from something, but, right. like, just enough to, like, you know, when I'd be like, oh, I don't know about this. Like, it's raining <laughs> out today. No, Chris, you're going. You're right. You know, we're <laughs> yeah. going to this race. Yeah. Like, so
0: That's uh, basically what Katie does for me now. <laughs> She's basically my... Uh, on my shoulder saying nope it's raining but you can ride your bike in the rain you know oh yeah (laughs) absolutely can it's always
1: good to have people like that in your life It's (laughs) actually
0: i think it's very important for a good healthy existence to have those people in your life i mean i know some people are super motivated all on their own and they just just die hard everything they do they'll die for it but uh yeah, it's nice to have a little bit of a push once in a while, too. So. Absolutely. Thank you, Katie. <laughs> um, so your most recent race that you uh, rode in was just this past weekend at Bradbury, um, which anybody in the southern Maine area knows Bradbury. is probably one of the first places they rode mountain bikes before everything started getting built out. Um, yep. uh, what was that race like? It' was fun. a little more fun, yeah, I'm for just,
1: sure. It's like
0: your, your kit, you're wearing cut-off jeans or something like that.
1: Yeah, we were <laughs> uh, team Denim chamois that, that I guess started la- in 2019 because last year it got canceled. Um, the guys from the shop started a denim chamois team. I was not on it at that point, and they, they asked me to be on it this year, and I was like, okay. Um, and uh, so yeah, we were kind of had some fun, fun stuff on for, you know, clothes. And, uh, just had fun with it. And, uh, you know, we went out like pretty hard in the beginning and what style race is that it's a, Oh, sorry. It's a 12 hour race and you can do it a number of different ways. You can do it solo, two man, three man, or four man. And then you can also do a variety of those like co-ed yep. or men's or women's.
0: So this is how many laps you can do in the 12 hours. Yeah. Yep. Okay. yeah how
1: many laps you can do in 12 hours and then the cutoff. To do, like, another lap is 7 o'clock. Yep. So if you're, you know, you come in and it's, like, 7.01, you don't get to go again. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that was a super good time. Um, we went pretty hard out of the gate, and we, we had another all-speed team um, with this guy, Eric, who is, like, just stupid fast. Like, he's <laughs> an alien, pretty much. Um, and he, he got a flat. Um, he went out and did, like, I think two laps at a time. And on his second lap, I think he got a flat. And so they, they, were like, they were in second place, but like by a lot. And then as the day went on, like we kind of were like, oh, sweet. Like we're we got a good pace going. All of a sudden, like these guys start coming for us. And like So you were like,
0: carrying first place right from the start? We were. Yeah.
1: yeah. And then like these guys are like chipping away, chipping away. And the second to last lap, we ended up in second place by like. I think it was like 13
0: seconds (laughs) with your own shop. Yeah.
1: And, and then like the heavens opened up and it just poured rain. And, um, one of our guys, Kyle, our service manager, who like has been training a ton actually on the same training program as well. I'm on the same training programs he's, he's on. So I know how hard it is and he's been doing it longer than me. He's super fit and he's just like, all right, I'm going to go do it. And, uh, it's so muddy so dark and he just went out and like laid down a heater of a lap you know and i mean everyone's slower but it was it was an incredible lap and came through and he was like i don't know a minute and 30 seconds ahead or something like that so he made the time up and uh we gave him a beer at the finish line (laughs) a well-earned beer and uh yeah it was it was super fun
0: best tasting beer he's had in a while (laughs) probably
1: yeah yeah he was covered in mud
0: do that race again though Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Anyone that's listening, if you haven't done Bradbury, you know, do it once. And it's, like, not even... It's competitive if you want it to be, but it's so just mellow. The whole thing is a good time. Like, you'll really enjoy it. Yeah, right on. That's awesome. That's awesome.
0: If you could choose anybody to uh, take a bike ride with right now, who would it be?
1: Probably, honestly, probably two people. Like, my kid and my wife. Yeah. You know, I... really enjoy like the family bike rides. Like as fun as like going out and shredding with my friends is, or like having, you know, a good race or something like that. Um, you know, I, I really like riding with my wife and kid, like my daughter, we, we got this like thing called kids ride shotgun and it's basically like a seat that clips onto the frame and she rides on my bike. Oh, in right, front of you, right? right in yeah. Front of me. I've seen that. And it's like insane. I can literally ride everything. Like, everything I normally ride, I can ride with her. Yeah. Now, I, there's some of it. Like, I don't get on the real deal at Sugarloaf, but, <laughs> sure. you know, um, it's unbelievable the amount of single track we can ride. So, like, that's to me, is really fun because, like, we can all go, like, mountain biking and she loves it,
0: you know. and She's got her own little handlebar set up. Yeah, head, she's right? got little yeah.
1: handlebar she hangs on to um Does yeah. she love that or what oh my gosh she like like loves it like if if it if like she sees me riding my bike or i talk about biking too much like she'll start to like kind of be like well you haven't brought me biking in a while you know like <laughs> throwing
0: you some shade yeah totally
1: totally so i gotta like you know i gotta bring her out and i'm not like saying it's like a chore but like she definitely keeps me in check. It's like dad it's time to go riding
0: yeah that's <laughs> so, awesome yeah that's really great yeah
1: yeah for sure Um, you know, and I think one of the things that's great about mountain biking today is how accessible it is, you know, like the trails, the way they're being built now, like some of the more like flow oriented trails are just so much more accessible to like more novice level riders Yeah, where like we can all go out and ride something like that together. And, you know, flow trails, I think are fun for anybody. Yeah, Yeah,
0: absolutely. I, I was, uh. Saw post recently, it's happening a lot of cities around the country, obviously, but uh, building pump tracks or flow tracks and things like that. And, you know, what I was trying to convey when I was talking to somebody about it was that this, these aren't, they were asking like, well, why would I put money towards something that I'm never going to ride? And I don't think people necessarily understand that a pump track and a flow track is for everybody. It's so much fun for a three-year-old up to a 70 or 80, whatever year old. Um, it can be super fun for everybody, no matter what. It's actually one of the safer ways to get out and ride. You don't have to deal with, you know, roots and rocks and whatever. And Absolutely. Uh, yeah. F- you get that freedom of a, like feeling like a kid every single time.
1: Yeah. And I think the other thing, too, that, like, those, those you know, pump tracks or flow trails do is they they increase the rider base and they get more people riding. And when you get more people riding, you have more support for, like, initiatives within the community. Like, if there's a new trail system that needs donation or you know volunteer hours there's more people to give you know Um, and i've definitely seen that happen over the last like 10 years or so with all the trails that popped up you know between what's happened in falmouth and gorham and you know other areas in you know southern maine like there's the the community has just exploded like the, the riding community is like it's a big group of people now and you know 10 15 years ago Like, it did not seem like it was nearly that big.
0: Yeah, and and, I mean, obviously, the whole COVID thing has been a big suck fest for a year and a half now. Mm -hmm. But if there's one thing that's come out of it is the number of people who've gotten outside, specifically on bikes or, you know, joining trail crews or whatever it is, um, it just seems exponential lately that uh, everybody's outside doing something like that, which I think is fantastic. I love to see that. It is,
1: yeah. And it's funny because, like, We heard, like, this thing, like, in the industry and, like, the the kind of, like, salty older mountain bikers uh, in the community, like, oh, you just wait till after COVID, you know, all the bikes are going to be up for sale, like, you know, and I got to be honest, like, all the bikes that we sold to people last year, you know, the kind of, like, actual, like, trail-oriented mountain bikes... I think every single person's, like, come back and, like, gotten a tune-up and they're, like, loving it. Yeah. So I think the community definitely grew. I
0: mean, there will be those few people yeah. who, you know, their friends are all into it. So they're like, yeah, I'm going to buy a bike, too. And they spend, mm-hmm. you know, more money than they plan. And then they're like, I don't need this. I never ride it. So yeah. it makes sense. I mean, I mean I've mean, i fallen prey to buying things, that, gear that I'm super stoked. I'm like, oh, as soon as I buy this snowboard, I'm going to rip it up all the time. And, you know, it's still in the plastic. But, you know, but yeah. uh, I think that uh, for the most part, people find joy in it. Yeah. And it's a shared joy. That's the thing for me. Is, uh, you're out there with friends, just hooting and hollering, just having a damn good time, you know? Yeah,
1: yeah, for sure. I'm doing, like, my first group ride with some friends tomorrow night that I've done in forever, you know, just because of, like, family and, like, some training and race stuff going on. Like, I haven't really been able to do that as much. And, you know, I I've, like, we've talked a lot about, like, racing, and I don't want to make myself sound like I'm some big, like, racer geek guy because <laughs> yeah. I'm not. Like, at the end of the day, like, I just... I love riding bikes and the race thing has been something for me to kind of like just have some goals, you know, fitness wise to try and like get rid of the dad bod and like get, <laughs> get fast again like I was when I was in my 20s. Sure. And yeah. so, yeah.
0: I mean, I, honestly, that's the reason I was bringing it up that uh, I'm interested in looking into cross country for, you know, over the winter training and next year, not because I necessarily am dying to go race and I'm never going to be. Well, not going to say never, but, you know, I'm not out there to win a race necessarily, but certainly something with a little bit of regiment to keep me in shape so I can enjoy those fun rides even more, you know, it goes hand in hand, right? Yeah, for sure. And I think
1: that's, you know, for for me, that's a lot of what that was. Is just having like something like during the week, like in, you know, in the winter, like riding the trainer, like as crappy as it is, it's better than like not riding at all, you know, and like that. You know, when you get your heart rate up and, you know, get a good workout in, it always feels pretty good, you know, and
0: you get those brain chemicals flowing and you start smiling. You don't even realize it. Yeah, and uh, it, it's, it, it holds over for the rest of the day. Usually it's yep. an awesome place to be. It is for you sure.
1: Know. For sure. I think you dig, dig that side of the you know, approach to racing for yeah, sure. Yeah. Cool. Yeah.
0: I'm looking forward to it.
1: It's more, um, you know, like, like constant lower outputs. Like you're just kind of like cruising along and. It's a little more mellow, but more intense at the same time. Right, yeah. yeah. The
0: lo- it's the endurance side of things. Right? Yeah, more so. yeah. <laughs> Different yeah. mental state as well. For sure. Yeah. If you could go back uh, and, and re-ride that first uh, mountain bike that you bought for yourself, the all-rigid one, how do you think you'd react to that?
1: Uh, it would definitely bring back a lot of memories.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, you wish you could have that bike back just as uh to keep in your uh on the wall or yeah i do so i
1: I like sold it to my brother i made all these crazy upgrades to it and i sold it to my brother for 200 bucks and it's at my parents house oh you still have it i still have well he has it. it's still in the family yeah so like i maybe i have to like pay him the 200 bucks back and take the bike (laughs) yeah because he doesn't ride anymore but yeah it'd be cool to have it's got like some like weird carbon fiber, like tri spoke wheels, like back before oh, that was yeah, even a right thing. Yeah. yeah, it's got all kinds of crazy stuff. I, on I it. would,
0: uh, I would push you to definitely try to make sure that at least it doesn't leave the family. Yeah, maybe we can know? get that
1: up on the wall in here. Or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, that'd be
0: so cool. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. That'd be great. Well, I think that's a really uh, it's a good note to end on. Yeah, I for sure. appreciate your time today. Yeah, no, um, thanks
1: again for, for having me on. Appreciate it. Yeah, you're
0: taking time out of your day here in the shop. It looks like you're pretty busy out there. It's great. But uh, before we go, anybody you want to say hi to or any anything you want to plug? I obviously, let people know how to find Allspeed. But anybody you want to say hi to out there?
1: Yeah. Uh, hey, Hannah and Maddie. Thanks for being supportive to me and the, the bike lifestyle sometimes. Appreciate that. Um, yeah, and we're just, you know, it's allspeed.com. Um, I think we're All Speed Cyclery and Snow on Facebook and Instagram, and if you want to follow us, uh, Main Trail Builders. We're just Main Trail Builders on Instagram, um, and I think we're on Facebook too. But mostly, most of our stuff's on Instagram. So,
0: yeah. So I take it you don't run the social media page yourself. I do. Yeah. <laughs> I just can't remember the handle
1: off the top of my head. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, you find it on All Speed. Thanks again for your time today. And if anybody out there has a short story you'd like to share or want to talk about bikes, uh, please uh, visit us at www.irideabike.com, or you can follow us on Instagram at irideabike. And until next time, ride safe and ride happy. Have an awesome day, Chris. Thanks so much. Nice, thank thank you. You.